Instacart shoppers know groceries. They know that you can't make guacamole with rock-hard avocados. They know how to quickly find those peanut butter pretzels you can never find. And they keep you in the know by giving you updates about your order along the way. Let Instacart shoppers help take shopping off your plate so you can get time and energy back for what really matters. Visit instacart.com or download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum order $10. Additional terms apply. Instacart. Add life to cart. Recorded live. Swayan. Hi. Hi, love. How are you doing? Good. How are you doing? I can't complain at all. Sorry for being a couple minutes late. I'm actually moving. Oh, so, wow. I'm in the car. Um, you know, got to pick up my daughter, but you may hear, you know, people getting in and out of the car. But Okay. Yeah, I, I just came yeah. in the house, so you might hear them running around, too. <laughs> That's how it goes, right? <laughs> yep. So how was everything today? You had a good day? Um, Today was a pretty good day. Okay, all right. Your it's, daughter enjoyed her birthday. Busy. She did. Okay. She was, um, she definitely enjoyed herself. She had a good day. She was, she felt very happy. At least she acted like she was happy. <laughs> she wasn't. That's most important. Right, which is a goal because I'm trying to teach them about, you know, lessons and gratitude and, you know, just being thankful for the little things. Like, you know, it may not be a lot or it may mm-hmm. not be exactly what you want, but you have to be grateful for the efforts that people make for you. That's the truth. True. I teach them. Yeah, no, she don't get it all the time, but <laughs> hopefully it'll sink in. It will. It will. Sometimes we, we it'll, 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 when it matters most, that's mm-hmm. what I'm finding out. That, you know, we keep talking, saying the same thing over and over and over again, but when it matters most, which is when we're not around, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it kicks in, so. I'm grateful for that. Thank you, Lord. I'm finding yeah. that to be the truth for everybody. But um, well, I'm glad she had a good old time. Oh, I wanted cool. to um, do um, no blinker, huh? Oh boy. So um, let's go back to Chance. Is her name still Chance? Yeah, as of right now. As of right I feel now, like, I feel like I had a block. <laughs> Like, this week, like, over the past few days, kind of like I've been really trying to focus on the high and the low point mm-hmm. of, like, All what right. that could be. And I just found myself kind of, like, being all over the place with it. Okay. But I referred back to my own life mm-hmm. and trying to figure it out what one of my, like, lowest points was and, like, You're what right. one of my better turning points were. Okay. So we might not be there yet. Let's talk it out right. a little bit more. Yeah. So um, she goes to school, it's a whole new world. She gets off the school bus. Uh, despite what she originally thought, she had a good day. Yes. 
and she enjoys the experience. And now she can't stop talking to mom about school, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So what's her day like? Um, you know, when is lunchtime? When is nap time? Like walk me through her school day, and then we'll pick up from there. I know we talked about this last time, but just walk me through her okay. school day. Does she have breakfast? Um, if so, or is my alarm going off for you? Does she have breakfast at school? Does she eat breakfast at home? If so, is it pancakes or is it cereal? You know, just just tell me what happens uh-huh. when she wakes up in the morning. Okay. Well, when she wakes up in the morning, mm-hmm. she she initially, her family made a, um, kind of made a big deal of it because it's like the first day of school. So her mom made her like this huge breakfast because she loves pancakes. Mm-hmm. So she knew that she was kind of feeling kind of anxious about leaving. So she tried to do everything that they could to make her feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. So she had pancakes, and then she and it's funny because I started writing about this this week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and she wanted to. There was a particular outfit that she wanted to wear, but for her, she got really sad because it rained outside. And she, she couldn't wear what she wanted to wear. So for her, it was kind of like another sign, like, this day is just going to be bad. Like, mm. not only do I have to leave my mom, now the weather is raining. I can't wear what I want. So she was just really down, like, mm. going into the morning. Okay. And so um, she had her breakfast, changed her clothes, and um, she just kind of gets ready to go to the bus. Mm-hmm. And so walking to the bus, her mom is just talking to her, telling her how she's such a big girl now and how proud of them she is and how everything is going to be fine and it's going to be such an amazing day. And in her mind, she's like, I don't see how this day is going to be great at all. Like, Mm -hmm. you're just leaving me with some stranger. (laughs) And mm-hmm. you're telling me that this day is going to be great. I don't see anything great about this day. The only thing she sees great so far is her pancakes. Okay. And that's kind of where she is as far as leaving, leading up to leaving. Mm-hmm. Okay. So her pancakes are great. And um, is that a sign of hope for her or is it more like comfort or solace? The pancakes? Yeah. More like a comfort and solace because it's not only is it's her favorite thing, her mom makes it on, like, great occasions. Okay. All right. Good, good, good. Okay. So pretty much her days go like that. She's going to wait. She's going to come home, you know, talking about mm-hmm. school, and she's going to mm-hmm. do what she has to do after school. And then she's going to wake up the next morning, and, but, and because she likes school, she's going to start to look forward to it. Am I right? Yes. So what could possibly take place in school that starts to help her make friends? How does she make friends? And she starts, people start trying to gravitate to her because they notice that 
she likes. She's kind of, she's really smart. And so a lot of kids like to be around her because they're like, you know, how did you, like, how do you know these things? Like, how did you learn this? So they're kind of intrigued by her in a way Mm -hmm. where she's kind of like taken back by it because, I mean, she hasn't really had so much social interaction with other smaller kids outside of, like, her relatives. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like um, she kind of looks at them like, like, your mom didn't teach you this. Like, this is easy. Because, you know, like, when you go to kindergarten, like, all kids are not on the same level. On the like, same some level. people's parents taught them how to write their names. Some kids come in knowing how to do all that, and some really don't know anything at all. Mm-hmm. And so for her, it's kind of like... She almost, it almost gives her this confidence, like, oh, like, these people need me type mm-hmm. thing. Like, mm-hmm. and so that's how she kind of starts by just, like, being a helper and, you know, just because she's kind of smart and a little above herself a little bit, mm-hmm. that's how she starts to make friends. Okay. Does uh, the fact that kids are gravitating, to you know, to her, does this confirm anything that she's been taught at home? Because she's still she's sheltered at this point. Am I right? Or yeah. she's not sheltered yet? Okay. So she's a sheltered yeah. girl. Does anything yeah. with people, um, with the kids gravitating to her, does it confirm what mom or dad have taught her in, in, in their sheltering her? Um. Well, most of what they've kind of it's kind of made her think is like, you know, you're very special, you're smart, um, you're going to do great things. Like, they've kind of built her up on this pedestal, like okay. that she's like this princessy type girl. Mm-hmm. And so now with everybody kind of gravitating to her, it's like, oh, my mom is right. I am smart. and. Okay. You know, a lot of people do like me, and I am gonna, I am special because, you know, I know things that they don't know, and kind of like that. Okay, so what happens that becomes her first lesson that sheltering isn't? What 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 lesson occurs, or what takes place to help her see that mom was wrong, or makes her think? That mom was wrong. I'm, I'm sorry. I dropped my earpiece. Say that one more time. Um, so you said the lesson that she learned. Yeah, I think yeah, this that, is the part we talked about the teacher, where okay. she's like in that school setting and she's trying to like answer all these questions, being a smarty like she is, and her she's teacher is really trying to get. Yeah, now she's showing off a little bit, mm-hmm. and so her teacher is like trying to say, you know chance, you know, wait your turn. It's not your turn this time. And she's, you know, kind of like, but they're getting it wrong. Like, Mm -hmm. I know the answer. Why don't you, you know, let me answer it? I know the answer. And then she's kind of like, you know, and the answer that she gives is wrong. She happens to be wrong this time. Oh. And and it, it kind of like her teacher's like, see, if you were just a little more patient, you would have listened. You could have gotten the right answer too, but instead, you tried to be rude and show off, and this is what happened. 
And she's like, you're not as smart as you think you are. Oh, okay. And it kind of takes her back. Mm-hmm. And it makes her hurt. It hurts her feelings. She cries. Mm-hmm. And then she kind of shuts down. Okay. It hurts her feelings. She cries. Tell me more about the shutting down part. So like what changes? So what changes for her is that when her teacher is telling her she's not as smart as she thinks she are, it's kind of the first encounter she has with a person that tells her something that contradicts what she's being told at home. Okay. So now it's like everybody's always told me I was super smart. How can you tell me I'm not as smart as I think I am? Of course I am. But Mm -hmm. then it's like, but am I really? Because I really just got this wrong. And so now she's not not as showy because she doesn't like the feeling of embarrassment. She doesn't know what it feels like to be embarrassed. Because at Mm -hmm. home, she would never be embarrassed. She's a princess. Like, nobody Mm -hmm. does anything to hurt her or to make her feel sad or anything like that. Mm -hmm. So this is her first time of feeling like that feeling of being let down, being disappointed because, you know, she liked your teacher. And now Mm -hmm. she's like, I don't know if I like you as much anymore. I think you're mean. Like, why would you say something so mean? So is she just toning it down? to play it safe, or is she totally different? Um, I think she starts to tone it all the way down to play safe, but it, it kind of changes how outgoing she is. Like okay. she's kind of less, um, less apt to just jump in and help people with stuff. She's mm-hmm. kind of more careful. It makes her become more careful in her thought processing more, it slows down her response to speak as much. Okay. She's kind of like, let me think about what I'm going to say before I say it. Because I don't ever want to hear that again. Okay, so everything is based on what the teacher, um, you know, did not say but did say. Now, does she change at home? Does she change at church or wherever else she goes? I'm sorry, excuse me, one second. Okay. And what was your next question? I'm sorry. No worries. Does she change at home? Does she change at church? Um, Does she change with anybody in particular? Does she take it out on anybody? Just trying to see what happens at home. Um, I think... I think at home she just kind of she just comes a little more clingy, I guess, like to talk to her like under her mom and kind of like feeling like she needed that reassurance because her feelings are actually like really hurt. Mm-hmm. And you know, it kind of just they're just like you know, chance. If one person thought you are smart, and they're trying to like justify and get her to see maybe the perspective of what the teacher was trying to teach her. Like, mm-hmm. you know, wait your turn and, you know, you can't always try to outshine people. Like, that's not, that's not you know, what you what you should do. And they're trying to get her to grasp it, but all she knows is that her little feelings are hurt. Mm-hmm. And so she kind of wants to be baby. Like, she oh. doesn't want them to tell her that. She wants them to tell her the things that she wants to hear in her little child mind. 
Okay. All right. Um, but Jersey is yeah. like her favorite place, so she's always happy there. Okay, she's always happy at church. Does she always. take it out on anybody? Um, does she look at her? How does she look at her mom now and her dad and everybody in the house? Does she think they're she liars? She think they're liars. Yes, okay. they are liars. You're going to tell me whatever them? you want to tell me. Mm-hmm. Well, when she notices that they're not going to just cave into what she wants, which is to be baby, uh-huh. she kind of starts to distance herself in a way. Like, she tries to become more independent. She tries to, like, you know, let me do this by myself. Mm-hmm. Um she kind of tries to spend more time, like, by herself away from them mm. because she's like, I don't understand why these people will lie to me and tell me something. So she kind of develops trust issues at a young age. Okay. All right. Um, is there anybody who comes into the picture or is already in the picture that becomes like her outlet, like who does her attention turn to or her affections turn to now? Or is there an activity she starts to really engage in, good or bad, to divert her energy? Because, again, she's not doing what she's used to doing, but she's going to do something. She's going to do something. Well, she's always been very close to her older brother, quote, unquote. And so he's kind of like, always around mm-hmm. and kind of like, you know, her outlet. He always sides with her. So it makes her feel very comfortable, like there's always somebody there, which eventually will turn for her when she finds out that's actually her dad. <laughs> okay. Because then she's going to be like, so maybe you've been lying to me all along. You've always acted like you were on my side, but you never actually told me the truth of who you were. So now how do I know you're not a liar too? <laughs> okay. So her bro- her her brother dad <laughs> yeah. is gonna um be her outlet. So she's gonna that's yeah. so we need to make that you know, really special, you know, very yeah. detailed so that everything is established with their relationship at that, you know, moment. Okay. So, um what does she do anything different after she has this talk with her brother dad or no? Um, or does she continue to, to be the same? I think after she talks to him, he he just kind of reassures her like he's on her side, but he's kind okay. of saying the same thing the parents are saying, but just in a different way because she's more receptive to him. So she doesn't take what he says personally. And so she's kind of like, you know, in her mind. I mean, at six or five or six, you probably wouldn't say I'm over-exaggerating, but maybe she's kind of like, well, I'll give my teacher another chance. Maybe she's not as mean as I think she is. Um, Maybe I could have been, you know, more patient. Or, you know, maybe I should not have talked out of turn. That's right. You know, I have to. I do have to follow the rules, and I didn't follow them. So, 
he he tries to get her to see responsibility, but at the same time, not taking so much stock in somebody else's opinion of her. At okay. the same time. So is is she is is um his um advice going to be successful for her since he's going to be the one she leans on? Yes, he's always going to be the one she leans on. Okay, and his advice will be successful for her yeah. when she goes back yeah. to school. Yes. Okay. All right. Now, is she going to return? She well, she's not going to return to that girl. Ooh, me, me, me. I know the answer. Um, she's going to be balanced, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. What is the next transition for her to learn that her sheltered? What to learn that her sheltered life is not reality. So I guess with that being said, we would need to know what are the key things that her parents have pumped into her. You know, uh, they tell her she's smart. They tell her that she's special. You know, what are the other things, that, um, whether it be with religion, maybe yeah. uh, a kid, or, you know, not for nothing, seeing somebody's genitalia or right. um you know what? Whatever. What is the key thing? What What are the key things that her parents teach her that she finds out is not necessarily true? Or, um, what's the next transitioning ex- experience? I, okay. Either way, is the same answer. But. So basically, with her growing up, her parents tried to keep her very busy. Um, as far as they feel like. Being idle gives you too much time for the devil to make you do things or for you to get into mischief. So they try to keep her, like, very busy. Um, They're very active in church. She's in, like, youth events. She's in, like, Sunday school programs. She's in all types of stuff. Mm -hmm. But her conflict comes in is because everybody around her is kind of like they're doing all of these things but they're teaching more of service versus relationship. Okay. And I'll say that that's kind of, it was initially my experience. I felt like people, they they teach you, they, they tell you, they equate your amount of time and service <laughs> in church to your love for God. Yes. And I don't necessarily think that that's true. No, um, not at all. Yeah. And, I feel like they teach you, like, if the more you do is the more you're showing God your dedication. So she kind okay. of starts, like, that's kind of like her, 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 her upbringing. They're making her do all of this stuff because they feel like if we do you all, you know, you do all these things, you'll stay on a certain course, and you'll always know just how much God will always know how much you love him because of how much you do for him. Okay, and, gotcha. Hold on one yes. second. Okay. Uh-huh. Noble? I'm just going to run in and get my laptop. You stay put, okay? All right. You don't feel well, huh? All right. Can you breathe fine, right? Kind of. Open your mouth. Not your, don't um, breathe through your nose right now. Lord have mercy. These dang allergies. Go ahead. I'm I listening. know. They're, allergies are horrible here. <laughs> yes, they are. It's just a pain. But yeah, so she 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 starts to 
you know, find like and doing all these things, mm-hmm. she becomes almost like the the more she does, it's like the more questions she starts to ask. Like, why do we have to do all of this? Like, mm-hmm. why is all of this so important? And mm. she starts to feel like, no, I if I don't come here five days a week, it doesn't mean I don't love God. And they start to look at her like, you know what, you're getting a little out of control. <laughs> like, so, no, what, this what is, is what we do. <laughs> mm-hmm. What happened that gave her that, if you want to say, awakening? Was there, is there some, did she go stay the night at somebody else's house? Yes. So what she does, she has her friend that she met, you know, in, in kindergarten. She became very, really, 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 really good friends with. Mm-hmm. And she happened, they happened one day to be at a sleepover at somebody's mm-hmm. house. And they get into the talk because they kind of like, oh, you know, we didn't really want to invite you, like, church girl or something like that. And she's like, why would you call me that? Mm-hmm. And they're like, because that's all you do. Like, your whole family, your whole life, you don't know how to just be normal. Like, you're not mm-hmm. normal. They, 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 they try to make her feel like there's something abnormal to what she does. Okay. And she's like, I don't understand. Like, I do this, 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 and this, and this. And I thought kind of like that's what you do. Like, what else would I do? And mm-hmm. then, you know, somebody else says, like, you know, well, we go to church every Sunday, too, but we don't go seven, six days a week, and it doesn't mean we love God any less. Like, mm. we see you there and we do things, but you think just because you go that many days and you do all of these things, does that mean God loves you more than he loves me? Mm-hmm. And then it starts her to think and put things in perspective, like, kind of like, how could I have thought so shallow? Like, mm. why would I have ever thought that, you know, this would equate out God's love? So it, it kind of becomes a tr- a turning point for her because this is where she starts to try to learn, ha- build her own relationship with God, where she starts to learn God for herself versus mm-hmm. serving just the quote-unquote God of her mother. Oh, okay. So it becomes That's a turning good. point for her. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's real good. But her church is not having it. <laughs> They're not having it. They're just what is like, mm-hmm. you're out of control. You need to come to the altar. You need to pray. I don't know what mm-hmm. got into you. And then they start to, like, come at her parents. Like, you know, she was one way. Is there something going on at home? You know, mm. what's, what's happening with her? You know, she didn't need to be like this. And... And it, it starts to, like, change. Okay. So things start to change because she's been enlightened. Now, yes. the ones who were, like, the young girl who was, like, you know, we don't go seven days a week or however much, does she go to the same church? Um, I would say yes. Okay. So this girl, she goes to the same church. Um, does she serve in any way as well? Like is she in the she, children's choir or anything? Yeah, that's it. Yes. Only okay. one thing. Her mom told her she can only she only needs to do one thing. Okay. And does she get straight A's? Is she in any way like Chance? Does she get straight A's? Does you yes. know all that stuff? She's 
Yep, she's really smart. Um, Chance kind of knows her anyway because, like you were saying, what is her outlet? She loves to dance. And okay. so her and this girl, they have they, they go to dance together, but now Chance doesn't just dance. She dances for her church. She sings for her church. She does every anything possibly she can do, her parents have her do. But this okay. other little girl, she's a little more balanced. Her parents have her a little more balanced. Like, they go to church. You know, you can sing and you do this, but, you know, there are other things that are more important at this point in your life than doing just all of that. Okay. And so you know, her friends, like, really start to, like, open up her mind and, like, it, it kind of, it feels uncomfortable for her because it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then it's coming against her ideals of yeah, what, I, uh, what she uh, felt like, you know, what her doing? world looked like. Uh-huh. And okay. so since it's challenging what her world looks like, it's kind of like, wow. So, again, it brings up the things, like, so are my parents liars again? <laughs> like, right. Why do right. these people keep lying to me? <laughs> like, everything that they say is turning out not to be true. So maybe I need to figure this out myself because their advice seems to be horrible and bad. Like, they just keep bringing up more and more lies. And so, that's kind of just what leads her, starts leading her to the left. Okay. And then what does she start to do? Um, so to find out the truth. So what she does is she starts questioning um, basically the practices of her church. She starts Ooh. questioning if certain things are necessary. Like, why are we wearing all white because it's communion? Like, what does that what mean? Is- like, does that make us more holy than other people or is this just some type of ceremonial thing? Why is it for her? Do they what? Do they ever have an answer for any of her questions? Their answers are because this is what we do here at this church. This is what we do at this church. Or they use scriptures in a way that um, justifies their answer. Okay. All right. Okay, so they use it in a way to justify her answer. So they they implement doctrine, you know, yes. or they implement traditions, you know, through doctrine. Yes. Okay. Many traditions through doctrine. All right. Um, how many of those traditions are you going to point out? You point out, you know, you're going to put communion in there. Let's say. How many other ones that maybe some that really, really, you know, bother you about traditions? Um, that point is going to be laying on the yes. hands that you point out. Like what? I would say the ones that bother me were like women should not wear braids in their hair, should not wear braided hair and adornments and stuff. Like wear apparel for men. Like women should not wear pants to church that mm-hmm. women should not be preachers. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, what else? What were my challenges? Um, and maybe this is all she's going to see in the mom of a friend. Maybe the mom of the friend is a younger girl and she has braids in her hair and she wears pants. And, yeah. Uh, she, and um, um, that women should be some. 
should be submissive, but submission isn't taught in a way of, like, we're submitting to each other. It's almost like the women are in servitude. Okay. So is the mother of a friend, because there has to be some type of, um, you know what, it doesn't have to yeah. be, but you can consider it, some type of um, distinction or, or, you know, something that points out, like, hey, yeah. wait a minute. They don't go to church. She's a single mom, has yes. a baby out of wedlock. She's wearing yes. braids and pants, but she, right. her whole living room is filled with more people than Bible study. I don't know, you know, whatever. Right. Yeah, uh, and that's the one I'm thinking. Like, her friend's mom is, like, so not the stereotypical Christian as far as where her parents would think because she's thinking, like, you know, she's growing up in a two-parent home where, you know, her mom is home and the dad works and, this is kind of the norm of what she feels like is normal. But this friend who where they're at, you know, is just a mom. Like there's no dad. It's just a mom. It's a single mom. She's younger. So she's more interactive with the girls and doing things with her, particularly that maybe Chance's mom per se would not do, would not be doing. Okay. Um, Does the single mom, the child of the single mom, does she have – cooler stuff or more stuff than chance? The the girl or the mom? The girl. The girl, yeah. Her mom kind of dresses her like a mini. Like a what? I'm sorry. Dresses her like a mini version of her. Like she's, you know, wearing all of this um, hippish type clothes and she always has like the newest shoes and the coolest things. Mm-hmm. And Chance Mom kind of dresses her a little bit more modest and older, mm-hmm. per se, because she's kind of older. <laughs> okay, okay, understood. Now, um, okay, so that's going to be a great distinction. All right, is there another transition that takes place? So let's say one is in elementary, kindergarten, elementary. Another one is in middle school, is another one in high school, another one in college. All these transitional moments that show, hey, my parents aren't right, I can't trust them. How far, how many transitions are you going to show and at what age are you going to show? Um, how many transitions do I want to show through her? Yeah, like how many times does she see her parents are not not right, that her, her parents lied to her and they're not to be trusted. Like, how many things are going to happen um, for her to see let's that? See. Let's see. Let's see. The kindergarten, the church thing, and, oh, when Sweet 16 is not so sweet, when she loses her virginity. Okay. So she loses her virginity at 16? Yes. Is it taken from her or does she lose it? She is, no, she's going to do it, but it's gonna, she's going to feel pressured to do it. Okay. And how is this whole experience going to defy what her parents told her? Like what her so parents told her about? Mm-hmm. So basically they told her she should be a virgin until she's married. Okay. And that 
you know, it's just something that's very, you know, that you should wait until you're married. It's only for your husband. And if it happens to be with anybody else, then, you know, you're nobody's going to want you after that. You're going to spoil your name. They kind of put so much sauce on it that mm-hmm. she just feels like this immense guilt after doing it. Like, it's, <laughs> there's just no point in this, like... <laughs> I just ruined everything, and this experience was horrible. (laughs) And she just feels like so much shame, almost. It's almost like they made it very shameful. Like, we would be so disappointed in you. It would break Mm -hmm. our hearts. Now, do they tell her that it's it's a beautiful experience, and that's why she should wait? And then she doesn't have a beautiful experience? Well, basically, they told her that her parents told her that it's just something that's supposed to be enjoyed when you have a husband and you're not supposed to do it with anybody else. Her brother, dad, kind of told, tells her, you know, this is the reason why they tell you that. Basically, they don't want you to get into a situation where you can get pregnant or they don't want you anybody to say anything bad about you. But it's not necessarily a bad thing if you do it with the right person. Okay. So it's not necessarily that the experience uh, contradicts what they said. It's the guilt driving her to her brother, and her brother really tells her the real reason. So her parents aren't concerned for her well-being or her, you know, they just, want to avoid her getting into trouble. Yep. Okay. They just want to they just want to protect their name. Because oh. you know, the backdrop of the story is the brother dad, he was the teen parent. And so they feel like we can't fail again. You know, like we went through this with you, with you not listening and now we ended up raising her. <laughs> so So then Mm-hmm. Go ahead. We don't want to do that again. So they mm-hmm. just tried to make it so fearful that, you know, at least if we can get her out of the house where she's grown and you make those mistakes, that's on you. But okay. it's not going to happen on our watch again. Okay. So, oh, gosh, what is the next question? Oh, um, so she, oh, okay, part two. Hold on a second. All right, so um, bring it to my remembrance, Lord. Okay, so she finds out that they were just really trying to protect themselves. Um, oh, so how does she feel about that when she finds out that this is her dad? Does she feel like, hey, y'all thought I was a mistake all along? I thought that I would, that me being here made you guys a failure and made him a failure. Like when she finds out, and she really puts everything together that this is her dad. You know, when he tells her, how does she feel about the way they feel about premarital sex? When she finds out that he's really her dad, mm-hmm. she is going to feel like. I she's gonna feel kind of 
perplexed about it because she's going to feel like I can understand your point, but I don't respect your method because you should have just had enough trust in me that if you raise me the right way, I will make the right decision versus you already condemning me for somebody else's choices. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so and this she is feels like they didn't answer. have any faith in her. Yes, and she okay. feels like they just didn't have any faith in her. It's like because of what he did, you're already going to blame me. And mm-hmm. that makes you a hypocrite because, you know, should, because they're so big on Scripture and Bible, she was like, you know, what if God held us accountable for the sins of other people? Mm-hmm. And he didn't mm-hmm. forgive us or give us a chance. Ooh, girl. And she's kind of going to, like, throw it in their face. Like, mm-hmm. you always want to preach the Bible to me. You always want to tell me to do the right thing. You, you had me going to all of these. You had me doing all this stuff. But you guys are hypocrites. Mm-hmm. Here it is. I'm, You're making me pay for the sins of somebody else, and I wasn't even here yet. I had nothing to do with it. And you lied to me my whole life. And you lied. So not only makes you a hypocrite, it makes you a liar too. Mm-hmm. Double sin. Okay, okay, okay. So, um, all right, back to uh, old, old little chance. Does anything yeah. else happen to help her see her parents? are not right. Let's see. Or do you think that's enough? You have the school, the teacher, you have um, the church, church, and then you have her losing her virginity. Yeah. Is that enough? enough. Okay. All right. So um, we're going to eventually cross those paths, you know, when we come to it. And I think mm-hmm. we pretty much worked out the school teacher, and you can figure it out from there. We worked out mm-hmm. the religion. I know you can figure that out from there, and I know you'll yeah. figure out the whole losing virginity thing. Um, yeah. But let's go back because we, we, we need to take it back just a little bit. Okay. Because she needs to have – she needs to start developing – needs to start developing some bad habits okay. that eventually lead her to her rock bottom. Okay. So think about, uh, we already know she's going to become withdrawn. Right. And, you know, she's going to start to second guess based on, uh, second guess herself based on what others think. Um, what other habits what other adverse habits is she going to develop, and when will they start? Like, what are some of her other things that she, does she start? She's, hanging, mm-hmm, she's go ahead. sneaky. Oh, okay. How so? She's going to become sneaky. Like, now because she's kind of, like, been so sheltered, she's kind of doesn't have the freedom that, you know, by the time she's, like, Towards high school, she understands she doesn't, she doesn't have like the liberties and the freedoms that a lot of her friends have, mm-hmm. and she's gonna be like, you know, well, I'm just gonna spend a night over such and such's house, and you know, we're gonna do this. Where in fact, you know, she's running to like teen club night, and mm-hmm. she's experimenting with marijuana, mm-hmm. and you know, all the things that she would never be able to do at home, and so. 
it kind of becomes her escape where she's starting to feel like, you know, I'm smarter than them. That kind of concept comes in. Like, mm. I'm smarter, I'm smarter, and I can outsmart you. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm not like that. You know, it, it makes her feel good in a way that kind of like there's something get that they don't know. Yeah, mm-hmm. and now, now it's something that you don't know type okay. thing. Okay, And so she starts to like, you know, and then makes her lie because, of course, if you're being sneaky, you're lying. Yes, yes, yes. So, and so she tries to, you know, she's tossed between like living kind of two lives. It's kind of like, the chance that everybody knows, and then there's the chance that everybody else knows. So this is what we also want to implement. When does she try on her first mini skirt? When does she try on her first lace bra? When does she start wearing makeup? Um, when does she, you know, all, all, all of that. But I, I do want to ask a question. These sneaky okay. things that she's doing, is she doing them with the single mother child? Yes. Yes. Okay, so they're doing it together. Yeah. Okay. And does somebody else become introduced as to why they like, is there another girl added to the group and she's just wild and out of control and they're following her? Or is this them, our our chance and her single mother, you know, single child friend, are they talking and they decide to do it themselves? They decide to do it themselves because even though her mom is single and she's a little more lax with her, she's not that lax where she's out of control. And at the same time, her mother still allows her to experiment with things. Like, it's kind of like, okay, if you're curious, I'm going to be the one to teach you about this. So she's kind of more of a jump right in type approach. But they want to go a step further Okay. than just that. They're trying to push the limits to see just how far can we go, how much can we do. Um, do they get caught? Yes, they get caught. Okay. All right. And you don't have to, you know, have that whole scenario right now. It's just, you know, um, we have that down for the record. So they're going to get caught. And when they do get caught, is the single mother, is her perception of chance going to change? Is she going to blame chance, or is her perception of chance going to change? Is she going to separate the two? Is she going to tell the parents, uh, chance's parents, or is she just going to, no. what is she going to do? I think she's going to protect chance because okay. she's going to feel sorry for her, like, you know, she's going to be mad at her daughter because she's already tried to establish that relationship. Like, anything you want to ask, do, curious about, come to me, you know, type thing. So she's going to feel more upset with her daughter, but she's going to feel sorry for Chance because she already knows the type of household she lives in. So she knows that any of this will be a no-go. So she's going to try to, like, you know, this time I'm not going to tell your parents, but... If you girls ever decide, like, you just want to go out or do anything like that, talk to me or talk to some, you know, talk to me because at least I will know where you were or I would know what was going on. Like, she's going to try to create a safe haven. 
for chance. Okay. And that's going to become kind of like eventually a downfall. Okay. Um, so um, the daughter, mm-hmm. the single mother, um, sing, single uh, parent child, she... And we'll call her Jasmine. Okay, girl. Jasmine. Her All right, friend. good, good, good. Because I'm like, single mother, child, single mother. Right, okay. Right. Yes. <laughs> we'll call the little girl Jasmine. Her yes. friend is Jasmine. <laughs> okay, so Jasmine really doesn't have a reason to do these things per se because she has an open door yeah. to explore in the safe zone, so to speak, by talking to yeah. her mom. But yeah. Chance doesn't can't even discuss this type of stuff. Can't even talk. Right. Can't even ask questions. Okay, right now, because I am concerned about how you know we make single mothers look. Um, right. What she's gonna say? I'm not gonna tell. But you guys have to make sure you know you talk to me this that, and the other. Right. I'll, so I'll at least that if you want to go somewhere, I I can know that you guys are safe and that you're protected. Because my thought process in it is where I find with, with um, or even as the brief time that I was single with my kids, it became this like, look, it's me and you. It's mm-hmm. us. So mm-hmm. we have to depend on us. We don't have anybody else. It's us. Mm-hmm. So... Mm-hmm. I have to be honest with you. You have to be honest with me. You have to trust me just as much as I have to trust you because, you know, she's working. Sometimes she's working at night. She's not there. So I need to know that you're doing the things that I expect you to do, not because necessarily just for your safety, but for my safety as well. They can take you away from me. Like, it has to be us. So that's the disappointment of the mom is, like, you didn't have to go run and sneak off to go to a party. You could have told me that that's what Mm -hmm. you wanted to do. And I could have told you the things, hey, well, when you go there, make sure you don't pick up a cup or drink anything or walk away from your soda. You know, this is where the conversation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And this Mm -hmm. is where the conversation comes in with the mom because it is just her and her daughter. So she's like, you know, I'm very disappointed in you because I felt like we had a better relationship than that. But now I see that we don't. So it kind of makes the mom bring in more of a restraint. So now okay. that, you you know, this door was wide open, now it's halfway shut. Okay. So now there are more things we have to discuss. But for Chance, because she knows, like, you know, I already know that you can't even go home and have this conversation. I know nobody is going to have this conversation with you. So mm-hmm. what I'm going to tell you is that if you can't find somebody to talk to, at least feel comfortable talking to me, especially if you're going to be around my daughter. Because okay. you spend quite a deal, you know, because Chance is spending a lot of time over there. They're really mm-hmm. good friends. But mm-hmm. she's like, you know, if you're going to be over here, I need to know that you guys are going to respect me and do the things I need you to do, or you can't come here. Mm. Okay. So, yeah, she will put a limit on it because she has to be that stern as a parent. Like, and it kind of, for a time, it makes Chance respect her mother even more because she's like, wow, not only is she taking the time to explain to me, you know, she's also setting a parameter like, 
this is what's okay and this is not. Versus just in her house, it's just like, you can't do this, 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 you can't do this. Can't do nothing. It's like, you can't do nothing. Mm-hmm. So you said a few moments ago that it worsens, uh, that chance gets worse with this open door type of policy. Is that what you said? Um, I think she gets worse in the fact that she starts to spend more of her time over there and less of her time with her family because she knows that that's a space where she can talk and experiment. And I think this is where they're going to kind of push their limits at. Okay. All right. So they're going to push their limits. Um, yes. Does anything change? Does the mother ever change on her? Does anything change for chance? Like how does this come to an end? Or or is it that none of the parents ever really find out? Um... I think what changes for the mom, I don't think maybe it will change as much for the mom. I think maybe it will change much for the daughter mm-hmm. because because the daughter is a little more disciplined and respects her mom, mm-hmm. and she understands that chance. It's kind of like she's getting her first taste of freedom, mm-hmm. and she just wants to go wild with it. Like, oh, but your mom said that, you know, as long as we talk to her and she's just starting to feel more and more uncomfortable with the situation to where Mm -hmm. it starts to change their friendship. Okay. All right. Um, To where she she doesn't want to do the things that Chance wants to do. um, Who's this? The single parent child. Yeah, Jasmine. Okay, so Chance is going to start getting out of control. Yeah. She's going to get and out of control. Now, how does Jas- that affect... Uh-huh. Oh, go ahead. How does that affect Jasmine and Chance's friendship? Do they remain friends or do they break up for a little bit or is it just the relationship is a bit strained? I think they're going to break up for a little bit because Chance is going to be like, you know what, I thought you were so cool, you're lame, I don't want to be around you. And mm. Chance is going to fall... She's going to fall into a whole new crowd of friends that is not necessarily interested in being a part of at all. Okay, so it's going to get even worse. Yeah. Okay. All right. Understood. Um, All right. Um, This is good. Um, What I'm going to try to do is before the next call, I'm going to try and um, listen to this call so I can kind of know exactly, you know, where to pick up again. And then Uh um, what we will do is we're going to dive left door open. We're going to dive into that a little bit more. These new friends, how they they meet, um, what they look like, how they're dressed, what town they live in, uh, whether it be rich or poor, um, you know, um, what they're into how they talk, uh, everything. We're going to, you know, get into all of that and, you know, the first thing they they have her do. Okay. And maybe one of the things, if you keep her name Chance, maybe they'll start telling her take a chance. And then maybe, you know, um, 
And then when she's on her way up, like when she's coming away from rock bottom, you know, maybe it's an encounter with God where he says, take a chance on me. Just something like that right. to incorporate yeah. her name. You know, yeah, thank you. I like that. I like okay. that. I like Just, that. Okay, cool. We're going to keep that. Uh, you know, yeah. we have it in the call, and I'll make sure I write it down with the outline. So okay. that kind of can be the tagline. Yeah, yeah, throughout the um, story. So mm-hmm. um, we'll talk again. Let me see. Uh, do we have service on Friday? Friday. No. But the men have a meeting. I feel like I have something on Friday. I don't have anything on Friday. Do you have anything on Friday? Is that not a good day? Um, Friday will be good for me. I know I'll be on the road traveling. I'm not exactly sure as to either South Carolina or Birmingham yet. Me and my husband have to sit and talk about that because my sons are playing in two different tournaments this weekend. Oh, Lord. But okay. Friday, yeah. But Friday, Friday will be good for me. Maybe, Maybe I can do the call on my way home. Okay. Because I have like an hour and a half. Do you, is it is earlier Friday good for you? Like oh, it's fine. 30 or something like that? So I can call you when I, we can set it up for, let's say, I know I'll be in the car by 530. So I will say, yeah, we can start maybe like 535, 545 or something okay. around like that. Let's go for 545. Yeah, 545 on Friday. I will do it okay. tomorrow, but I do have some meetings. Yeah, I remember you told me. Uh-huh. So, um, Friday, 5.45, if anything changes, you just let me know. And I don't know okay. if you can do um, – no, I can't do Saturday. I can't do Saturday morning. So um, maybe we'll try and go for a Sunday evening if, okay. you know, it pans out. But either way, we'll talk Friday, 5.45. And, again, if anything changes, you just let me know. Okay. Okay. And All then, right. If you could, can you email me? I know you said you were going to send me, like, the things to post on Instagram and, like, what to say and oh. what time to say and different things like that. Okay. I'm glad you reminded me. If um, I'm going to do it before the weekend is out. Okay. I'm, you know, I may not get to it till Sunday, but it's it's okay. really not extensive. But we'll, okay. we'll go through all of that. And if I don't get it. Just send me if I don't, if you don't hear from me. I sent your email. Yeah, or text, and then okay. say I'll remember. Okay. Okay, no problem. Thank you. All right, love. You're very All right, welcome I'll talk on, to you on Friday. Friday. Okay. All right. Bye bye. All right. Bye bye.